You're listening to the Early Edition Podcast with Kate Hawksby from Newstalk ZB. Well, should there be an age limit on buying vapes? Action for Smoke Free 2025, otherwise known as ASH, wants it to be 21. The group's released recommendations on how to tackle youth vaping and says it is not a one-size-fits-all problem. Director Ben Newton is with me now. Morning to you. Morena. Why 21? Well, we, um, we'd like to see both vapes and cigarettes go to, to 21. And the reason for that is there's really good evidence from overseas that shifting the age of purchase of cigarettes from 18 to 21 has resulted in reductions in, in youth smoking. The, the second point is that it really reinforces the point that vapes are a product for adults who smoke and they're a product to help those people to, to quit smoking as, as well. We worked for a very long time without any regulations or rules on vaping in, in New Zealand. They only really came into place in the last couple of years. And during that time, we saw a big increase in, in young people vaping. So we need to do much, much more to re-emphasise their adult product and much be much better at restricting access to young people. Has the horse bolted, though? Because how young are we seeing kids who regularly vape? Because in my experience, they're ridiculously young and they're all doing it. Well, the, the ASHA 10 survey, which is the, the biggest survey of, of youth vaping, it's, it's got about one in 10 who are saying they're, they're vaping daily. Uh, and, and around um, 20% who, are, who say they, they're vaping regularly. That rose rapidly during the time when we had no legislation. But for the first time in 2022, we started to see a decrease in the number of kids who were saying they were vaping regularly and a, and a decrease in the number who said they'd tried vaping. So... It looks like getting legislation in place may well have started to have an effect, but it is it, it is to an extent too little too late. So mm. we need to do a bit more about strengthening what we're doing to stop kids picking up in the first place. And the other part of it is not leaving schools at the front line to, to deal with this with no help. We actually want to see much more investment and support into evidence-based approaches to help schools discourage kids from starting and help those kids who have started to, to quit effectively. What about what Australia's doing? Um, well, I think Australia's gone too far and, and I actually think their policy has the potential to be quite dangerous and quite harmful. So they're, they're essentially removing vapes from recreational use and putting them into a, a prescription model. But they've already got two million adults who vape. Testimated they've got around 15% of, of kids who vape. And they're going to take away the, the vapes, which is where people are getting nicotine in a much safer way, but leave cigarettes for sale everywhere. So there's going to be a real risk that it's actually privileging the most harmful thing, which is the, the cigarette. And I think there's a, a real risk they're going to see uh, an increase in youth smoking and adult smoking after years of decline. If there was a 21 age limit, would you support vapes being sold everywhere? Well, I think the model we have is, is decent. Um, the specialist vape shops, which sell the variety of flavors and, and products, which means that somebody has to go and talk to, to a specialist who understands the products. Um, but having the, the more, um, the three flavors and having the, the cartridge more sold everywhere, um, I think means that the, the, the products that don't require a lot of technical knowledge to use, being accessible to people where they buy their, their cigarettes, I mean, if anything, we'd probably add a couple of the fruit flavours rather than having mint, menthol and tobacco because they're the ones that people who quit smoking like to use. But um, otherwise, I think we've got a fairly reasonable model of, of how they're sold. 
Ben, thank you very much for being with us. Ben Newton, who is the director of Ash. Personally, I think the ship sailed. You can't open the floodgates for a couple, you know, for a few years and do absolutely nothing, no legislation, nothing, and then go, oh, whoops, actually, guys, just just about that, we're going to put in some rules now. It's like the ship has sailed. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.